Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today, Arganissima New York. Your beauty is our duty. Hey, 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 you know me, it's Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, MD, the Celebrity Doc, and I am here with my co-host, show host, Hisham Elanmati, also known as Hurricane H. We are here with Chatters That Matters, Let's Talk About It, our runaway talk show that's here to educate, inform, and entertain you. We have a, an entire panel of fun and exciting guests. This is kind of a special show today because we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So we have an entire host of hip hop and rap artists with us joining us for this show. And we also have a dentist oral surgeon, Loretta, and she is going to be talking to us about our smiles, our pearly whites. Before we get started with all of that, though, I'd like to remind you all that this show is for you. And in order for us to keep bringing these episodes to you, we want you to join in with us, share in the experience. So be sure to like us, be sure to share it, Tell your friends all about it. And by all means, we want you to comment. Let us know what it is that we're bringing that you like. And if you absolutely hate us, let us know that too. And we'll try and fix it to give you more of what you want. So hit those like buttons, hit those share buttons. And again, by all means, comment. Now, I'm going to bring all of our guests into play. And we are going to start with the good Dr. Loretta, Doc G. Gilmore. And Doc G is one of our HBCU graduates. She comes from Meharry. And that's in Tennessee, for those of you who do not know. Um, Meharry Medical College is in Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. And she also spent some time at uh, MLK, Martin Luther King, and Drew down in L.A., been there, done that, sis. So, uh, you know, she she has been in the trenches. And we welcome you, Dr. Gilmore. And you go by Doc G. Thank you, Dr. Bruce. It's a pleasure, everyone. Uh, And thank you, Ricky, for the opportunity. so, uh, yes, that's correct. I'm originally from Mississippi, um, went to Jackson State, Ivy Love, former primetime 
Okay. Um, and then the Meharry. Uh, Charles Drew. Uh, two rounds of Charles Drew internship. Um, <clears throat> after that, I did an anesthesiology residency at Harvard UCLA and then recruited um, in the oral and maxillofacial surgery program at um, uh, Charles Drew uh, MLK. Uh, what timing and preparation happened to have become the first black female oral surgeon in the country. So I was coming around the bend. I think it was kind of fading in with the hip hop, but we were so busy. So, but anyway, I am honored to be here. Yes. Whoa. And the Doc G just, uh, yeah, sometimes there will be more than one Doc uh, uh G, whatever, and so, but actually, I came from. I'm a motorcycle rider with the Buffalo Soldiers, and that's okay. my set name. Buffalo Soldiers, <laughs> full of Rasta. <laughs> hey, okay. Yeah. So we will be talking more with Doc G as the show wears on. We're going to move on and talk with Busy B, Busy B, Busy B Starsky. Um, also known as his real name, David James Parker. Uh, Busy B is an old school hip hop artist, and he hails from the East Coast, New York City. Busy B was once roasted by Cool Mo D, and uh, he's going to tell us about that. All right. Y'all ready for me? We'll be we'll be ready to talk to you. So we're going to come back to you so that you can right. tell us all about uh, getting roasted. And, you know, you, you you're you're an OG. So we want to hear your perspective on this whole rap uh, scenario over the 50 years, because you have you have longevity in the game. So we will definitely be coming back to you. Welcome, Busy B. You got it. Right. Thank you for I'm being here. here. And then we have Kwame Holland, and Kwame is oh okay. This is this is one of our co-stars here. <laughs> Rosie. This is Rosie. <laughs> She's demanding to be seen. Oh, and our other co-star is is right here. Has come to join us as well. This is Mitzi. <laughs> so, Rosie and Mitzi in the house. Rosie right. and Mitzi in the house. Okay, so um, you guys are distracting me here. Um, Kwame is also from the East Coast. He's also from New York, comes from Queens, and he's going to tell us all about polka dots and how that became associated with him. So when we bring Kwame back on in a second, because you just went dark, Kwame, I'm not sure why. Uh, but when we bring you back on, you're, you're going to tell us all about polka dots. We're gonna yeah, I can on. see. Can you hear me? I can see you now. There you go. Okay, because I, I was. I'm, I can see. I can see everybody clearly. I didn't. I didn't know why I went dark. No, no, that's okay. that's that's Ricky. He doesn't have a, a video feed, so when he went on and and oh, I guess stayed something, not. it picked him up. <laughs> okay, okay. We got Ricky. So you see, dark there, nothing. It's Ricky. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> He's hidden. <laughs> All right then, and then we have Star of the City. Star of the City, I actually don't have any information on you, but I'm assuming that you probably 
are, wait, no, I, I do know you're coming out of Memphis, right? Yes, I'm coming out of Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee in the house. Feel like I've been rapping forever. But you okay. know. <laughs> you're you're not old enough to be rapping forever. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I just feel like it. I just feel like it. All right. It's okay. forever. All right. Well, you know what? It, 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 it's a part of you. It's in your soul. And so that is your forever. And then and we acknowledge that and uh, we believe. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that momentarily. Um, in the meanwhile, we are going to be, bring on, you can turn on your camera. We're going to bring on the fabulous Ricky Aaron. Uh, Ricky Aaron is uh, everybody's best talent manager, producer. He does some of everything. He's with Uncle Snoop's That's army. And, uh, there probably isn't an, an entertainer in the business that does not know who Ricky Aaron is. So Ricky, without further ado, I'd love for you to come on further, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about all of the guests whom you have brung to join us. Um, well, Kwame, as I said, is um, he's an incredible talent. He is um, a great artist. He had branded himself in the um, with the polka dots, and um, he's a he's a great artist and producer. He's produced some of your favorite hits. Um, Kwame, what, what do you want to? What have you produced, Kwame? Well, I can I can just list the artists. Like as a producer, I'm very. Um broad-based. So I've produced records from anybody from Fantasia to Mary J. Blige to L. O. Cool J to Will Smith to, uh, to Jay-Z to, uh, I can just keep going, um, G-Unit, cats from G-Unit, uh, Vivian Green, uh, uh, Keisha yes. Cole, and then- so Nobody important, huh, Kwame? No, just people that can help me help me um, buy all the toys that I like to buy in the back. And um, yeah. on top of that, I do film and television work as well as being a classic hip hop artist myself. I started at a very early age um, and looking up to brothers like my man, Chief Rocker, Busy B. Uh, yeah. You know, just just been in. I've been in the game for a minute um, and I'm just so happy to be here amongst everybody and still be in this game. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, now, you said that you do movies. Are you doing movies as a producer or as an actor? What, what no, no, no. I'm, I do film score and produce. So the latest film nice. that I, um, I've worked on, the Oscar, um, yeah, the Oscar-nominated film Tick, Tick, Boom, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. That came out in 2021. In 2022, I scored a film um, called Holiday Hideaway that's mm -hmm. currently on the Paramount Network and BET+. Plus. Um, and I'm working on a film right now called Check Me in Another Place with Black Thought from the Roots. So, you know, that's, that's just another passion of mine, um, scoring for film and television. Perfect. Okay. Excellent. Exciting. Yeah. I love, there, I love you there you have it. That's and awesome. We've got, uh, Busy B, the incredible Busy B, um, just an incredible guy. Can, can I can I interject something real quick? I'm sorry, I don't want to I don't want to interrupt, but I gotta say I have to say this as a as a as a rapper as a hip hop person, 
I think that we should all really, really acknowledge um, what Busy B has brought to the game. And I don't, I don't, I hope it's not all the way leaning on the 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 Kumo D battle because I don't think it was I don't think it's fair to say he was quote unquote roasted. That is a that is a very iconic like in the history of hip hop that that uh battle or just I don't even know if you call it a battle technically. I'm gonna tell, right? I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is. Yeah, so you know, but that that is a moment in hip hop history that started so many other moments and you know busy b um is the first one of the first rappers we got to see on film you know what i'm saying one of the first rappers we got to hear before records were going around so i just you know as a rapper as a rapper that that's from that you know offshoot from that era i just have to give my personal props to busy b because he means so much to people of my generation and so i just wanted i just wanted to jump in with that sorry for hey. jumping <laughs> well, that, that you know oh, thank you. definitely love and give, give, yeah. giving love where love is due <laughs> that's right well you know right. for me for, for me you know if uh when we started this culture in the very in the in the, in the early, late 70s i came in the game in 77 but at, at the same time when i was doing what i was doing I saw Melly Mel and his brother, Kid Creole, along with Grandmaster Flash. But they was two guys. I didn't ever have a brother, you know, so I, mm -hmm. I, I, I liked it, what they was doing. And I, I took it upon myself to try to do it by myself. And, you know, that's how it worked out. But, but in all in all, at the end of the day, they, me, myself, for doing what I was doing, they, this culture started, we would call it like the Negro League. You know how the baseball had the Negro right. League? That would right. be me, Flash, Bam, you know, Herc. That would that'll be us. I'm Satchel Page. I'm still good. I'm the pitcher. I'm the shit. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm that. I'm that Flash. So when when the majors came and took some of the Negroes from the Negro League into the majors, you know, like again, I will I will be Satchel Page, a little not too old, but old. And then they picked Jackie Robinson, which would be Run DMC and them. You know what I mean? Right. Put into the game. And then the, the the with with the corporations getting into it, seeing that they can help us make money and make them money. It just it just start flowing like that. But at the end of the day, it feed families in our culture, keeping people out of trouble in our culture, and that's what it's all about. When you hear the word hip hop, understand our culture is peace, love, unity, and having fun. That is it. All that other stuff, you know, that they do in the mix, it's like a salad. So you got mm -hmm. a different salad. You got a French salad. You got a, a, a Greek salad. You know what I mean? The salad right. we got in our culture is peace, love, unity, and having fun. That is it. And that is all. We'll get into the rest later. Okay. Excellent. And Brother Ricky, are you still there? I see your, your mic is off. I'm here. I'm here. I was trying to get a hold of... Uh, Keith Murray, I went to see if he wanted to come on and say a few things. He's going straight to voicemail. But um, that's another incredible talent um, that I'd love to share with you guys. Um, so, but yeah, we got, you know, some incredible talent on here, as you can see. And um, Star of the City, he's an upcoming rapper that I've been looking at. We actually did a couple songs together. 
um, to Mary Mary. It was called uh, okay. uh, I'm Walking, and he kind of redid that. Uh, it's something that I really like. Um, so I just wanted him on here to, to um, share. And, um, you know, it's important to, um, you know, teach these young rappers about health. Yeah, and right. um, I think that's important. You got to start young. Uh, there are a lot of people that are falling off. They're just dying. I mean, like, it's it's incredible. Um, it it, it, so it really just, is. I mean, we're we're seeing so many of them just dropping like flies lately. Dropping, and I mean, it's, it's yes. you know, we're, we're, we're getting into that age where, you know, more people are going to be passing. But these are not old people that are passing. Right. You know, they're in their, their, right. their 40s, 50s, right. early 60s. Right. They should have, you know, 30 plus years. Right. To no still be with us, but they're going quickly. So I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, start a city. We want you to talk to your brothers and sisters, the young folk, and and uh, tell them you've been here with us, and that they need to to get on the the good foot and start maintaining that health early, early, so that right. when you all hit the age of these OGs that are here, you can yeah. still keep the game going. Because uh, you know. This is what keeps the game going, the passage of, 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 of knowledge. So you are here representing, and we want you to take it away with you when you go, okay? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely trying because at the end of the day, I am from Memphis, Tennessee. That's I right. Y'all know about <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, well, oh, we know. We know about it. We hey, know rest, about it. Exactly. Rest we in do. peace to young Dolph. That was like a brother. So rest in peace to him. But yeah. I'm from Memphis, so that just explains it all. Mm-hmm. So we're That's definitely it. trying. Mm-hmm. We're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll find out the importance of going to see a, denti- a dentist and how, you know, um, uh, you know, messed up teeth can affect your heart. I mean, stuff like that. A lot of people don't understand that there's a domino effect with, right. with you know, it start, start from the teeth. And how important the teeth are. Right. You know? So, yeah, this is important. And then, uh, of oh. course, you met... Uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. I thought you... Go ahead. No, go ahead, Doc. I was I was getting to you next. So, yeah, <laughs> just... Yeah, if you want to explain to him how important the teeth are and, you know... Well... I don't know. Maybe. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, this is a familiar tendency mm. <laughs> between Rick, the great Rick Aaron and myself. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes, I don't know, somehow, uh, growing up in rural Mississippi, I don't know, some teeth seem to be, I seem to uh, gravitate to looking at people's teeth. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my father... It was very important to my father, my my family, to brush your teeth, brush your teeth. Okay, fast forward. Anyway, as time goes, uh, with the uh, end up in dental school. Dental school picked me. I didn't pick it, but anyway, opportunity met preparation. So, what we know about what we know, it is crucially important. The, the, the mouth is the gateway to the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. So uh, the dental health is crucially important because we know that uh, as clear evidence, un, um, unrefutable evidence of uh, 
correlation between gingivitis and periodontal disease to cardiovascular disease. Uh, now, just for our audience, uh, for those who may not know what gingivitis is, can gotcha. you explain what gingivitis is? Thank you. Uh, gingivitis is inflammation. When, when the last words, I-T-I-S, inflammation around the gums of the teeth. And that is the early warning signs of later of left untreated, then becomes it's the barrier, the gums, which is the gingiva, is the gums that um, is the barrier and the junction uh, at the uh, cemento, which uh, around the tooth, at the junction of the gums and the tooth, the barrier that protects the rest of the body, uh, bacteria from entering the rest of the body. So as that crevice, it breaks, uh, it becomes, uh, um, if it, it's broken by periodontal disease, by periodontal disease, which means gingivitis treated can maintain that barrier and keep it unchecked. What's gingivitis? Bleeding of the gums. And how do you know you have it? If you have pink, well, you, here's the old saying: uh, if you have pink in the sink. So when you brush your teeth, if you see some pink in the sink, that's signs of bleeding of the gums. That means early treatment. Let's just have your teeth clean. This means you're not doing a good enough job, not going to the dentist frequent enough, not flossing, and that kind of thing. So that's easily treatable uh, if by regular dental visits. And it's kind of interesting if you are bleeding regularly anyplace else, because I mean, a lot of people, every time they brush their teeth, they, they bleed. If you were bleeding regularly anyplace else, you would not think that's okay. So I don't understand why people think it's okay that every time they brush their teeth, they're spitting blood into the sink. That if you're, if you've got blood coming out of your body, that's a signal that something's going on. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And it's amazing that uh, the level when it's a, it's the level that you see is just astonishing. And then you, know, uh, you ask yourself uh, graciously in history, uh, you just want to say, does this person have a significant other? I mean, I, how does this happen? But that, part. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That part. So that part. <laughs> like, how, how does that work? But at any rate, and what she's um, what she's referring to there is if you have gingivitis, the odor is uh, horrible. I mean, oh it yeah. is bad breath to the max. And like the funny like thing is, people will stepped all in it and did some shit like <laughs> right. that. Yeah, yes. yes. uh, and then yes. the, the plat. The Don't be plat. afraid to say that they breath smell like shit. You just like. <laughs> 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 And smell up. Right. What it smell like? Let's be straight up and down. Right. Like God But that is easily treatable by a regular dental visit, and your dental hygienist becomes your best effort, uh, best um, person to do uh, that. They are very, very skilled. In fact, they're more skilled than most dentists because that's their area of expertise, and they. Um, and their job is to die, is to point out dental factors and um, and bring it uh, 
okay, and bring it to um, the attention of the diagnosing doctor. Okay, they can't diagnose, but they can recognize problems. And then if, so you might not see the dentist that visit, but having clean teeth when you do see the dentist, which is hopefully the same day or very soon thereafter and teach you good hygiene because it helps the dentist to have a good uh, environment, a clean environment as much as possible making the diagnosis. Okay, Pro progressing on gingivitis, periodontal disease, um, uh, periodontal disease left untreated. Uh, I mean, gingivitis left untreated becomes periodontal disease. That's when teeth get loose, start spacing, uh, pus in the gums and this kind of stuff. And this is very, this can, people still die from untreated dental disease in 2023, mm -hmm. still in 2023. Uh, don't want to be too graphic, but it goes as far as what I, you might have heard this term, love with angina um, in residency, something we don't see that often, but it is it can progress to that degree. So what is it? What is it? Uh, other factors are the bite is wrong. Uh, that's where your orthodontics come in and straighten the teeth because what repeated um, uh, malocclusion that can result in joint problems, clicking, popping of the joint, snapping, pain in the joint, restricted opening. And one of the things that we say, and I guess in your field, you're using your teeth and your mouth and a lot of uh, paranormal positions. You normally use it to chew and bite and that kind of thing, but you're re doing repetitive actions um, in, in your work. Um, one uh, and that is what that is a, con a a real contributing factor. So it's really important to put that appointment along with your uh, regular appointments. Uh, to make sure that at least twice a year and with some and uh, some cases recommendation that periodontal disease is, uh, is treated with the dental hygienist on four times a year visits. And that keeps you in. The goal is to keep your good oral hygiene, good dental health for the so that your teeth can last you for the rest of your life. Yes, we have the advance of implants and that kind of thing. One of the other things that I see in young people, I mean, uh, young people, they, this grill thing, I don't know, but that, that's really, that's not a good thing. But anyway, you, you have to really almost hair, carry your own periodontics or, or hygienist with you if you're going to do that because it, you know, uh, hides a lot of untreated diseases and people getting these things off the internet and putting them on and that kind of stuff. So it's just nothing takes the place of getting professional management of 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 health of paradoxy and just one little quick thing other diseases are diagnosed early in the mouth we mm -hmm. see evidence of early uh we have been able to detect early evidence of cancer every uh, early evidence of uh all types of uh, uh colitis uh gi problems just other major medical problems by what we see diabetes in the oral cavity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now here's a question for you. Um, mm -hmm. We talk about flossing. 
Yes. But if you if you toss up flossing and water picking, which would you say would be the most important to do if you're only going to do one? If you're only going to do one, I would suggest flossing is more, uh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. flossing is more effective because you have to get around all parameters. And uh, But on the other hand, uh, it's not for er- everyone. A lot of people don't like it. The manual dexterity is not there. Mm-hmm. Then I would suggest the water, water, uh, the the water pick floss. It's um, a device that has it's not it it is a it's not just a regular water pick. It is designed to do the flossing between the teeth. Okay, so if you have to do one, make sure that it either digital flossing or water pick floss. And you'll see that in, in most dental offices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to get between those seeds and around. You have to get in the crevice, in the space, and in between to make, to, to take care of the foot. You just can't reach everything by brushing alone. And I think it's important to, to note that just managing the surface of the teeth or the surfaces of the gums that you see is not enough, particularly if you already have gingivitis and you have pockets, because what happens is bacteria get down between the teeth and the gums and creates plaque formation and, you know, bacteria grow down there. That's the root of the gingivitis. And it just continues to progress. She mentioned Ludwig's angina and Ludwig's angina, actually, you get a seeding of the bacteria that's coming through the mouth onto the, the heart. You get seeding of bacteria onto the valves. And you can also get seeding of, of bacteria onto the basement membranes of the kidney. Um, right. You know, the mouth is a, a, an open portal into the bloodstream. Absolutely. And so needless to say, blood's going all throughout our bodies. If blood's going throughout our bodies and we've got bacteria coming from the mouth, guess where all that bacteria is going? Wow. So, you know, that dental care is essential for good health. And for people who are not taking care of their their teeth, um, you know, the research has shown that they don't tend to have as much longevity. Exactly. Exactly. Um, That's a very good point. And just the, just maintaining that barrier between the gums and the teeth, making that uh, barrier between nice and tight so that bacteria does not lodge in, in there is crucially important. And good oral hygiene, uh, regular visits is the key to doing that. And like you said, regular visits help us to uh, diagnose and recognize other things that could be going on that we're not not aware of that we can bring to the attention to, uh, to the physician because a lot of times people are not going to either and they happen to end up with us because of an emergency, but they don't, they're not even in the, the medical system on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 
And then there are things that can be done. You talked about um, malocclusions and, and such, and you get people who um, are, they have bruxism, which means that they're grinding right. at night, um, you know, performers, uh, they're, they're singing and the, the, the jaw is being opened quite widely. And then they're bringing the teeth down, clamping the teeth down. So, you know, you get changes in the jaw and in the teeth that way. Can those things be repaired through oral surgery? Oh, absolutely. Uh, actually, that is one of uh, my areas now, of course, I'm, I'm a surgeon, so I look at things from a surgical point of view, but nonetheless, I want to try to do non-surgical management as quickly as possible, and who wants to go do surgery uh, if they don't have to. And usually by the time, uh, as now that we have these kids starting earlier, the things that we can do earlier uh, that can treat them orthodontically with... Uh, uh, space aligners and things like that, uh, not to, uh, but we start uh, many of our um, um, entertainers that uh, we started treating them with and uh, lingual behind, behind the, uh, um, behind the uh, teeth braces so they can do their work and people don't really know that they're wearing braces or the invisible line braces or the, uh, now with in, uh, Invisalign, they're clear and people don't know. And it really doesn't matter because the most important thing is you're taking care of your health. And that's a yeah, sign absolutely. of, um, you know, that you're being responsible uh, by by doing that. And absolutely. the earlier it's taken care of, uh, the quicker that uh, it can be treated and the less likelihood that surgery is needed. However, uh, when surgery is needed, it's done with the multiple disciplinary approach, meaning, you know, multiple multiple doctors involved in it, uh, and so that we can uh, collaborate and make a good treatment plan uh, for them. And usually, if there's, uh, say, uh, their jaw jaw alignment problem, okay, let's say the Dick Tracy jaw, real protruding jaw with the jaw with the teeth fitting inside the, the top teeth, fitting inside the lower teeth. And that could be a problem. And um, and then, of course, if it's treated surgically is most rapid way of treating it with the orthodontist. And that, that uh, also gives a better alignment and it looks good and that kind of thing. Obviously, we want to look good, feel good, everything function well. But those options are available. Other things, let's say, let's go back to, if we get to advanced state where the teeth or tooth cannot be saved, then we do have the option of what we call a repla permanent replacement, uh, relatively permanent replacement. And it can be permanent because uh, it, you can lose your teeth, the, your implant for the same reason you lost your teeth if you're right. not maintaining the good oral health. <laughs> But when you're buying teeth at the cost of uh, a minimum of uh, well, it's $3,000, you know, $5,000 or whatever, tooth, then I think you're more inclined to take care of those <laughs> than uh, the ones uh, nature gave us. But obviously, there's none of us 
as good as well uh, aligned dental uh, arches, but there are some abnormalities that do occur as a result of the way of our genetics mm-hmm. or whatever that we can that we need we to treat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my last question, and we're going to uh, go ahead and move on. Um, you mentioned the the grills. Um, right. Now, ideally, the grills aren't great for the teeth and doing away with them would be a, a good thing. But because it is part of a culture and it may be a while before that's removed from the culture, is there anything that the artists who are using grills can do to protect their teeth and to wear them more responsibly? Just go to dentists on, I mean, just, that's just gotta be a regular, regular part of going uh, hygiene appointments so that they can check those pockets and making sure that that uh, is being kept clean and very meticulous oral hygiene, mm-hmm. uh, even more so um, is one of the, is the best thing that I can, Suggest and if they have them, what is removable? That is very. I certainly hope that uh, the idea of permanent uh, placement of these things on the teeth is just not a good idea. If you just must have them, then they can be fabricated or they can be removable. Put them in, do your show, whatever. Take them out, killing your teeth and that kind of thing. That's much better uh, option if at all possible. It's just not a good idea to join and lock all of this stuff together permanently if it's all possible because it's very difficult to keep it clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for, for that input. And, um, you know, hopefully people will really pay attention to that if they are using the, the grills. Uh, because again, we have our entertainers dying at unreasonably young ages. And as, I mean, the grills, they've been around for a while now. And those artists that started using the grills are now going to be coming of of age where it can be problematic if they have not cared for them in the past. The bacteria and the damage that has been done um, can start to become problematic. And these are possibly some of the contributors to the early demise of, of exactly. some people. So, you know, these are things, you know, we know better when you know better, you do better. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, now we, we put it out there and, um, you know, hopefully a, a lot of our, our, our rappers and other folks who are using the grills will see the show and will take that to, to heed. And I mean, we've got, young stars on the show we've got older stars on the show and a couple of generations span here you can each take it out to your generation and share it you know sharing is caring exactly So, thank you so much dr g for being with us and for imparting that knowledge we hope that you'll stay for the rest of the the show and uh you know if you have something to toss out there be sure to throw it in i am just honored i mean i'm thinking about the 50th anniversary, where did the years go? And I'm thinking you said 1970, 70, what is this? 1973? Yeah, 73. Yeah, I'm like, what was I doing? Oh, I was in dental <laughs> school. So I yeah. wasn't <laughs> stupid. Wasn't paying attention. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. So um, let's 
let's talk Great. about that. Uh, I'm going to bring Busy B back on. And let's kind of start with that. But I think that we missed the introduction, Ricky, of Kwame. No, no, we did. We talked about it. Okay. All right. Just just making sure that you didn't get overlooked. Yeah. So, um, Busy B, I'd like to bring you back on. And let's talk about this whole hip-hop and rap thing. You were there from the beginning. What was that all about? Again, like it, it was just having fun in, in the neighborhoods where we came from. Uh, it was something to do where everybody can be. You know how they say music calms the savage beast? So, you know, with the gangs and all that stuff back in the days, if we can bring the music to the park area <clears throat> where all the girls would be at, we playing music. I mean, the gangs will protect us now. Make right. sure we all right so we can play this music to keep the people on the in the block. In the neighborhoods, happy because the music out, the little corner store, make a little extra money with the change, people going in the store and buying stuff. So it was like mostly a, a neighborhood thing, you know, and uh, believe it or not, it just started growing. But like I said earlier, as far as before, before the record started, it, it was like that because we didn't have records. Nobody, we just was doing what we was doing. A lot of the songs that the DJs was playing was a lot of disco records that they was mm -hmm. taking beats from the disco records. Right. And that's where break beats came from, you know? So, you know, it, it was a fun thing to do because like they said, we didn't invent anything, but we reinvented everything. You know what I mean? In our culture. And at the end of the day, you know, I would like to just let everybody know that our culture is about peace. Cause when you say hip hop in certain people, certain areas and stuff, people get scared and get nervous. You know right. what I mean? And, right. and, and that's not what it is. I mean, you know, you can come to a hip hop event and bring your grandmother and Aunt Betty and they're going to go there and have a holiday and say, man, that have, I, I went to hip hop, you know, <clears throat> versus going to <clears throat> a rap concert where you have to have your phone on 911 speed dial and <laughs> make sure you, you don't you have your bulletproof vest on or. Don't have your good sneakers on because somebody step on that or if you step on somebody's nice sneak, that's a problem, you know, and, and that's what it was. And that's what was happening now. And and that's not what it's about. I will get our coaches having fun. It's excuse me. We sorry. Uh, no problems. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. wasn't. It, it, it was it was love, man. I, I had fun doing it. Still having fun in our coach. They saying our coach is dead. Our coach is not dead. Our coach is about having fun. And if that's what you're doing, then the coach is alive and well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I heard the guy said uh, from Memphis earlier, the young guy said, man, I'm doing this too long. So if you was doing this too long, I've been doing it three long. Right. <laughs> or four long. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So I, I, I'm here to answer the question. Now, let me tell you about this battle. It was never a battle. Yeah. I got sabotaged. That, that shit was a sabotage. <laughs> I got sabotaged. Let's put it straight up and down. And a lot of people hear that tape and say, Busy B said, that's why I'm on Cool Mo D Dick. No, I did not say no shit like that. <laughs> I wasn't even fucking there. I wasn't even there to hear him say none of this shit. I had to hear the tape like they had to hear the tape. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They said, hey, yo, Biz, man, Cool Mo D. And I was in Harlem work. 
I actually just posted a picture that somebody took, which is so awesome, that I was on stage in Harlem World. And I've never saw a picture. And people probably never saw the inside of Harlem World. And today, so I just posted, because I took it off of, off of Facebook, some guy named <laughs> Jeff O'Keefe. I want to see him back because he might have some other pictures. But it was awesome to know that I was on a stage that they can see that. But to, for the sabotage, I was not there. It was a it was an uh, MC convention. Me and AJ always was doing these things and having fun doing them, bringing in all the no-name rappers to come in and try to give them their little shine and their date. You know what I mean? And have fun. We have the groups that category. We have the single uh, uh, rappers category. We have the female single rappers. And everybody go in, do their thing. We let the judge, I mean, we let, we didn't have like judges. We have the crowd uh, tell everybody who they liked it best. And we did it like that. I just happened to be nice. I'm good. Kumo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he was he was part of a treacherous three, a, a group. He got mm -hmm. jealous. I made him jealous because I was looking good. I always was smelling good. I always had <laughs> money in my pocket. I can go and eat shrimp fried rice while they had to go to White Castles. You know what I mean? I used to make them mad. You know what I'm saying? So and I used to always have fun. When they came to Busy B and see Busy B on the microphone, everybody starts smiling. See how you smiling and shit? That's what everybody do. They say, well, you ready to go down now. And then everybody had a good time. And then, I mean... They got, he got mad at that. So I did my one, two, did what I had to do, and I left. I went downstairs, went to enjoy myself with my friends. Everybody happy. We had a good time. I did my thing. I'm gone, right? All of a sudden, everybody come running and looking for me and telling me. I'm like, what the fuck happened? They say, hey, Busy B. Oh, man. Kumo D just got on the stage and he just was snap, you know, we call it snapping in New York City back then. You know, nice, say, right? You say, yo, he was snapping on you. Yo, he, yo, he just was snapping on you crazy. Oh, you got to hear it. So I, I went, I go back inside to the club. I get back inside and go upstairs to the club and it's over. So I'm like, what the fuck? And everybody see me come back. Yo, babe, everybody trying to tell me what happened. So I'm like, so, but Lee was the DJ of the club. He was the house DJ. And in his and in, in, in the booth, he had all the equipment where he always recorded everything. Mm -hmm. told him, that's just how I found out. He said, Bitch, come tomorrow, I'll let you hear the tape. I have it all on tape. You gotta hear this. So wow. I, so you didn't you didn't even hear it the first night. You heard it no, the next day. Right. I didn't wow. now, now let me say this to the friends and the guys. I'm no punk bitch. <laughs> if, I, if I was dead and saw him on stage, soon he'd have said, hey, yo, Busy B, put the ball. I would have. <laughs> you wouldn't have got a chance to say no shit like that. You know, so that's one. Two, again, I wasn't there. So how can I jump on the stage after a man say all of these rude things about me? And I'm going to say, that's why I'm on his dick. Are you kidding me, man? That was L.A. Sunshine. His friend, his partner, who was another all right with me type of guy, waited till I left. Everybody said, yo, B, they waited till you left. You know what I'm saying? To do this, because when he did it, he got on the thing. The party was over. So Sam was the host. He went up to Sam and said, Sam, can I do this? And Sam like, wait a minute, hold up. It's over. He said, no, I just want to, you know. So they let him do it. He was Kumo D from the Treacherous Street. They let him do it. 
had no idea what he was going to say, what he was going to do. It was a surprise to everybody. But at the end of the day, what it did for him, it made him, didn't make me. Mm-hmm. I was, you know what I mean? To, if you think about it, because I never got bitter about it. I never went into a corner and wagged my tail like I was a little, again, I know punk bitch. I, <laughs> I stayed doing my thing, kept rocking the house because I was pretty. I looked good doing my shit. He's ugly. <laughs> He was so black and ugly. And I used to tell everybody, you ugly. You can't be the chick. The chick is supposed to be pretty like me. I like like Muhammad Ali. I was the same thing. He just was a boxer. I was the MC. So the city, <laughs> I used to say to the MCs, because that's what it was. And I used to have fun with it. I always did. To this day, I still do. I like doing what I was doing. It took me around the world. I met kings, queens, prime ministers. Bitches, hoes, friends, dope fiends, junkies. I mean, I, 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 I'm loved. I'm, I'm loved like that. And I'll take that more than the finances of it because the respect that I get, I can go in hoods with, with the most notorious hoods and the gangsters going to come in your biz and I'm going to get love and respect. I'm not going to get disrespected. And so and that, I mean, that's a, a good point that you make. That's a really good point that you make because, I mean, I've heard several rappers and, you know, other uh, they can't entertainers they talk they can't about. Go in their own hoods. They can't even well, go back in their own hoods. Well, but, uh, but a lot of them can because the music unifies people. Right. Um, you know, whereas people may be at each other's throat. I've heard lots of folks say, you know, I was spitting lyrics to keep them from looking at me. It kept a lot of people out of trouble. Steve, well, that's what I'm saying, you know? But again, for for us, we didn't look at it like that or I didn't look at it like that. Mm -hmm. I I was always respected with my friends and peers. Mm -hmm. I I never burnt bridges, you know? So as I met you and you met me, we we laughed and giggled or whatever the case may have been, you know? And, and, And that's what I'm still trying to do today. I got new stuff. I got stuff going. I mean, I'm just not. A lot of my friends did they stuff in the 80s. And even Kumo D, Wild Wild West, that's all he got. That's it. That's it. He finished. My bob with the bar that he said put on hold, Kid Rock took it, reinvented it again. And he didn't actually reinvent it. He used the same terms that I did it. Bob with the bob, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy. He used the same mm-hmm. thing. And we sold 11 million albums, Kumo D. So that Bob with the Bob, you told me to put on hold. I took it off hold, and we rich now. How you like mm-hmm. me now? <laughs> How you like me now? <laughs> yeah. Ricky? No, that's a story. That's a story. So <laughs> we're celebrating the 50th year of hip-hop. That's, yeah. I mean, that's so cool, you know? Um, I did 50. <laughs> yeah. Tell, them, tell us about your song, your new song. I love I got it. A new song. I have two of them. One called Smiling. Uh, uh, and, and to the song called Smiling, it's about how people smile in your face, talk behind your back. Um, I acknowledged it in a song. And the mm-hmm. other one is called uh, Drips and Sauce. Um, I used a, a Michael Jackson show me the way to go background. I, I did it. Kwame, I definitely need Kwame to hear it. Uh, I got to get oh, it. I so send it over to him. And um, it's yeah, awesome song. I'm doing pretty well with it. I just been kept going, man. I just keep going and keep going. And, and then again, people like Kwame, I bump into them. If we can do something together, I'm always in, you know, because you never know. So 
I, I just appreciated the talent. I appreciate all the people that's doing what they're doing, especially in our culture. And and because rap is something we do and hip hop is something we live. So I let people know that because I am the hip hop's first solo MC of our culture. Uh, there was Coke Rock who was with uh, Herc. And he was a his name is DJ Coke Rock, but he was also an MC. They would try to tell you he would be the first, but I am the first solo MC. There was mm -hmm. no, you know, there was no Curtis Blows. There was no right. else, you know what I mean? So I take that and run with it. And I'm, that's my story. I'm going to stick to it. Okay. Well, we, we appreciate you and, and what you brought. Does the music ever get old? No. You know, uh, music is music. It's what you say. You can have the best music and say some bullshit, but that music on rock. You got that music. The music is it. It's not about what you're saying, because there's a lot of songs you listening to right now. You just remember the music. You don't know what That's the true. fuck they said and don't That's give true. a fuck. You like that music. <laughs> yeah. that music was all right. I like that shit right there. You know, so but it's music with me. And I and for me, my style is fly. I'm, I like fly shit. I like to do fly shit. So I need a fly beat. That is that is so true. And I, I uh, danced with the hip hop company Aftershock. And right, you know? it was really pretty funny because, like, like you said, you know, you 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 hear the songs, you hear the music, you hear the beats, and I'm bopping along doing my thing, and then they would laugh at me because all of a sudden, you know, he's breaking down the song, and <laughs> a lot of times the movements have to, you know, to some kind of way match the song, right. and I'd be like, "Say what?" They said, "What?" <laughs> 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 Didn't, yeah. didn't even know what the song said. <laughs> yeah, see, like, that's oh. what I'm saying. I so, relate. <laughs> you, you, you remember, you remember, I'll give you another hint about music too. You remember when you used to know the number one song? Right. Yes. You yes. would know. What's the number one song right now? Yeah, I wait. Yeah, the, the, char <laughs> the charts are no longer. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, part of the thing is you, you used to know the number one song because there were also a smaller amount of, of artists and they were channeled just like the right. movies. You had movie right. stars and there were certain right. stars you knew. There were certain right. movies, you know, right. music was the same way. There was Motown and there were certain stars right. and, you know, you they, knew the music. That, now that, they come from that. everywhere. Everybody, I, I mean, everyone's a star coming out of their trunk, you know. <laughs> and, 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 it's, and again, it's feeding families. It's yes. saving some people's lives. It's, it's keeping people out of the streets in trouble. I, I commend. You. I think it's a great again, thing. You know, the the right the, the the right people to do it is the right people to do it. We can't be I making think it's up. It's a great people. thing. Yeah, yeah, you know. It so, levels it levels the playing field. Our respect among field. each other. That's all we mm -hmm. got to do. Just curb the respect right. among each other. We can police ourselves. We don't have to have Absolutely. police in our business. We can uh, do this. I know this person. I can go to this person. Play. We can't do that. I don't need Columbo to go tell this. Columbo don't know Tom. I know Tom. I tell Tom, chill the fuck out. Columbo, you go and drink coffee and eat a donut. I got mm -hmm. this. We can police ourselves, really. But then, you know, the envy steps in. The one with the most money think he can talk the most, you know, so I listen. I listen to the young. I listen to the old. I get more advantage when I listen to the young 
because then when I'm around the older people, they say, I know so much because I got it from the young. I was listening to what they were saying. And right. then the younger person that was listening to me can go around his friends and be more advanced because he learned it from an older person. So, you right. know what I mean? That's called culture. Right. right. And I like that about the culture that is is really coming into play now that the younger people and the older people are coming back. To, I mean, there was such a chasm there for a while and the younger people and the older people are coming back together and and. The, the young bucks out there are learning from the OGs and, you know, the OGs are now yes. passing down that do. knowledge. It's just some of the older people not trying to listen to the younger people. Right. The younger people listening to us, but it's the older people that don't want to tell them too much because they already think they too smart and they not. If they if you tell them what you know, they'll look at you like, really? And change mm-hmm. their pattern because they didn't right. know. And so right. you telling them, you know, again, I try to do what I can do. Mm-hmm. I'm just a God in my own spirit. I roll with the spirit. I try to do right. what I can do when I can. You know right. what I mean? Right. So let's 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 talk to a, a young brother here, Star of the City. What's it like for you? I mean, this is a a, a different generation, and it's coming with a, a different slant to the music. And as I said, for a while, there was such a chasm between the the older and the younger and the, you know, the younger folks were doing their things and uh, older folks were disrespecting. Oh, I, you know, I can't stand what they're, they're doing. And the younger folks are like, yeah, you know, those old goats, you know, and we've, we've got our own thing. We've got our own message, our, our right. own work. What right. is the message? What are you all trying to put out there? What are you trying to say? And why do you think that we reach this point where the young folks are looking uh, to to the older group to work with them? And do you feel like you're being appreciated at this point in time? And uh, your mic is off, so turn your mic on. There you go. It's, it's like raising a child. Y'all, y'all say the same thing. Basically, when you get older, you're gonna understand what I'm talking about. Basically, <laughs> we don't we don't understand from the beginning. Let's say mm-hmm. I got my own rap style, and this is how I want to do it. Right. If you have you know an older legend, you know like Busy B or whatnot. He might come tell me if you do it this way. You know what I'm saying? It'd be way better teach. But you're gonna be like, I don't want to hear that. Because the way I'm doing it, I feel like it's, it's it. you know, I got young fans coming and blah, blah, blah. So you kind of like this working for me, even though that's a person that's already been through it. You right. Well, see, that, for me, and that's where I say that's where the part I listen, because yeah. there is the new generation and you are yeah. part of that. So, yes, yeah. I do. That's where I come in and do listen, yeah. because my ear and what I did 30 years ago, I know don't work for you today. Yeah. So that's where I learned my knowledge and get this stuff from the from the youth. I listen and I, I, I what you tell me, like I, I hear you. I don't say, no, that's not it. That's not going to work because shit that, that is working. It's already working. You showing me and telling me and showing me that it's working. So I'm not going to stop that. I will support it until I see it's going to hurt us. Once I see it's hurting us around, then I try to change. Yeah. Other than that. I support and turn wheels fall. Yeah, but see, you could be different. So let's just say I'm a young, I am a young rapper. So I'm a young right. rapper. 
And so it may be older rappers excluding yourselves. So it may be older rappers that you may talk to. They might not want to give you the game because they a lot of them don't want to see you go past right. the point where they went. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And at the same time. That's that envy, man. You got to yeah. walk away. You got to walk yeah. away, though, because then for those that, for me, this is my assumption, for those that treat you like that, they know you on to something. Yeah. And they know you get ready to that's do right. something probably greater than them. So, of course, that's they don't. Right. So, that's your sign right there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want something. Thank you. See ya. And go and do it. And it's not even just the older rappers. But it, the, could be, all of, it could be a rapper that's just... Right. Yeah, it could be a rapper that's just already, you know, solidified in the game. Mm -hmm. So, you might come into contact with them and they see your talent or whatnot. And they could say... I'm going to help you do this, help you do this. They just disappear. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you don't want to see. That's, that's the same sign. Why it's can't we get sign. up here? Something that you're going to do that they're not going to be a part of once you yeah. do it. Because you ask for help. And I give everybody this knowledge as well, too. It's a saying. And it comes before I even meet. Good help is hard to find. That's not a myth. That is real. If you can yes. find, ask everybody like to ask for money, new girls, a new house, new car. I need a new pair. I need some new teeth. I need, yes. and 95% of that shit you ask for, you get. But ain't nobody saying, I need help. That's me. But I've been saying it forever. Hey, because it's hard to find. Hey, yes. don't, hey don't get it twisted. I'm asking, I'm still asking for help, but yeah. it's not a myth. So I want you to understand it now and you, while you're young, that it's not a myth. That's saying that your grandmother or your aunt or your mother that's holding you say, hey, that's saying help good help is hard to find. That's real. It's not yeah. a myth. If you find help, lock it in. Keep it for yeah. as long as you can and run with it because that shit is hard. Exactly. Like, I've had rappers that's, of course, way ahead of me, you know, in the game or whatnot. I would do a song for them or whatnot, send a verse, and I know I went crazy. No cockiness. I just know I went crazy, especially if I know, oh, this could potentially be heard. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go crazy. Go crazy. Next thing you know, they don't want to drop it. It's just... Don't be right. like, are you serious? <laughs> right there, here's another saying God bless the child that has his own. Got his own. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, I, th I think it really is important something that you, you said earlier. And you know, I, I like to say it is let your haters be your motivators because right. if go you did not have something going on, they wouldn't be hating. They yeah, wouldn't right. care. They're right. only on you because you do have something going on. And that brings out insecurities in them. That's not right. your problem. Can, I add, another, your can problem. I add another perspective? Sure, absolutely. Spit it out. I think that um, a lot of times we are very monolithical with our talents. Mm -hmm. We're seeing things through our eyes, and we're not so seeing Cheryl, things. Not. So it's <laughs> the host, Dr. Cheryl. I'm sorry. Uh, that was Ricky on 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 the other line. Oh no! So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
So we see things, we see things through our own perspective. We see the hard work that we're putting out. We see what our talent is. We see everything through our own eyes. But sometimes we fail to see, a lot of times, most times we fail to see that or fail to fail to realize that other people may not see us the way we see ourselves. Absolutely. And then we put the term hate on it. They're not hating. They just probably don't see it. They probably just don't believe. They probably just do not think you are talented. That doesn't mean that you are, you're not, but you know, it's, and, and then at the same time, um, Rap is a contact sport. Rap is a competitive sport. And Kwame, but Kwame, you just said the magic word to me. You just said it. Now, and I'm going to break it down. You just said it. All of us, now, between myself, I would say, I would use Big Daddy K, the the second, the first and second generation of our culture, the EPMDs and stuff. (laughs) We did manually work where we didn't want to uh, feature Big Daddy Kane and Biz. We didn't want. It. We wanted to do it ourselves. We went gold and platinum by ourselves. We mm-hmm. have no features. You understand what right. I'm saying? Right. Today and most of rappers today, again, you don't know whose song this is because everybody's on. Whose song is that? You know what I mean? It got thirty features on it. You know what I mean? So we, what we did and what we celebrating as an anniversary is the hard work we put in to show that what we did was magnificent within ourselves. We didn't yeah. try to prove nothing to nobody. We did it. Yeah, no, but, but the point the, the point I'm trying to make is sometimes the, you know we have to make sure that we got to we got to stick on our we got to stick on our path. And I'm talking mm-hmm. basically what Star to see is saying some you know you it's just got to be the work you put in. You know, say you may do this work with this person and do this with that person, and that one may not recognize you, and this one may not recognize you. But from my personal experience, and I can only speak from my experiences, my experience is the key to longevity is just the not stopping right. and, and moving on to the next situation. Just, okay, I, I, I'm push that to the side. Push that to the side. I, let's go, let's go, I, let's go. Next I'm thing. That. Yeah, I'm that. You understand what I'm saying? I am exactly that. Yeah, I've been Perse- doing this perseverance. Right. So I've been doing this. I had to reinvent myself. I had to change personalities. I had it's like a technique. You know, I had to change with times. I had to go through three or maybe four generations, and I had to change with them to be relevant to when they see me. Now I'm, I was busy B. I went to from busy B to cousin B to uncle B to OG B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I still, however it is, I'm still B. I could be OGB, yo B, I'm still B. So <laughs> I had to do that. You know, I, and I a, had to do that. I got a and, question when you get done. And doing it, like I said. I, huh? I got what a question say? when you get done. All right, I'm listening. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I got a question when you're done. Yeah, but, I, you know, again, I was finished. I was letting them know that that's how it is. You know, I was just trying to do B, doing B. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I mean, doesn't it have to be that way for anybody that's successful in any business? Now, you said that, you know, you've got the the group 
of people on the album and you're not sure who is is who and different people are being featured, but they're still all working towards uh, their own success. And I think that perseverance is the key for you know anybody, whether they're the, the older guys or the younger guys, whether they're in rap or, or hip hop or, I mean, hurricanes in the insurance industry. And he didn't get where he is without being perseverant. And Dr. Loretta didn't get where she is without being perseverant. I mean, this one's a surgeon. That's a hard road to hoe. You know, it's, it's, it's a man's world. And she got there by being perseverant. I've been to hell and back. Got, it's perseverance. Perseverance and staying focused. A lot of Absolutely. people, you know, they, and, and, and staying focused to us yeah, and that part and, and, and terminology is like sticking to the script in the movie thing. Yeah. Stick to the yeah. script. Everybody want to change the script in the middle of the movie. Finish mm-hmm. the movie. And then, you know, because everybody making movies, but then they get in the middle of the movie and see Tom doing something that's easy and fast and say, yeah. oh man. And Shiny object syndrome. Shiny object stop, syndrome. Right. And stop <laughs> the movie to try to do what Tom did. Now, Tom mm-hmm. is finished doing that. You're in the middle of what Tom did. You ain't seeing that. And now you see what Tommy did. You're trying to do it. You still got a movie back here. Finish the movie. Mm-hmm. It could be a blockbuster. It could be, at least if you finish it, you know where you stand. Okay, it ain't do that great. I'll do another. Or I did a blockbuster. I hit him. It's good. You know what I'm saying? At least you know what you did because it's finished. Right. Right. Everybody's still in the middle of stuff and they want to switch and switch and switch. They're not sticking to the script and wondering why they're not getting paid. You ain't finished nothing. Right, right. Absol- absolutely. And then, I mean, I think a part of that is there's this tremendous fear of failure. And but, the thing hey, the thing is, if you want to win big, you have to take big risk. And there is no failure. It, it, there's Kwame, just learning experience. Tell them how many times you failed before you before you. Saw the light, man. Please, man. You know every 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 attempt is every attempt at anything. There's a there's failure. Every mm-hmm. attempt, you know, you like you know, no through life doesn't matter what field you're in, right? Whatever you know, whether you it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's always a failure. And the great, like you know, you brought up B. You brought up Muhammad Ali. The reason why people call Muhammad Ali the world's greatest, it wasn't because he won all the time. It's because sometimes he lost and came back to win. You know, but and that's, that, he that sharpens that sharpens your 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 iron. You know, it's just you gotta yes. fail. Yes, failure sharpens. Day two now, that was my dude. He told everybody he was the greatest. Oh, he, like you yeah. said, he, and he believed he it. The, the, the key he was he believed it. it. Exactly. He believed, he believed that he was great. He, he believed him, it. I'm the greatest. And then and then also it just shows you the difference between a success and a failure. Um the failure, and I don't want to call anybody a failure, but when you do a, a failing move, sometimes it's the difference between the person who falls and stays down and the one who falls and gets back up. Yes, it isn't how hard you fall; it's how you get back up. Right. Some some people can get right back up. Some people it takes a month to get up. Well, but Kumo it's the D fact that you got to get up. Well, Kumo D ain't get back up. 
So guys, I want to add one thing here. Uh, you know, I am listening to you guys and I, I admire the work and I admire this, the, the, the history. But, but, you know, you're touching on something. I actually do a lot of shows about this, the achievement part and, and the believe in and the success. And you touch on the failure and the success. And I think uh, Star of the City, you stated about, you know, other people don't want to do the right thing by you, whatever the the idea is, like the money they don't believe, or mm -hmm. there's always someone that's kind of hating a kind of concept that's not seeing your value. And 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 same thing, you know, Busy B, you said the same thing about it was you, you did you. It was about right. B, you know, and right. you talked about it depends on the angle. Some people see you one way, some people see it the other way. But it starts to, to the point that we all making here is that, If you believe in you, me, myself, and I, no matter what happens, right? You know, it doesn't matter. You, you know, people are gonna be a block. There's gonna right. be, you know, fallbacks. Gonna be obstacles. Gonna be, you know, traps. Whatever the case may be, haters, name them anything. But those are all distractions. Nothing should stop you. And I know, start of the city, you gotta make it big. I know, busy B, it's not gonna end. You know, this is just, you know, it's gonna continue. Kwame, you know, you're doing your thing, and it's gonna continue working that way. And that's really everyone on this show right now. We all are doing something that's unique for ourselves and we're building. And you know what? How many people, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Cheryl mentioned me in the insurance world. That was 30 years of uh, struggle and a lot of stuff and different angles and talking about people that like you, but they don't like you, whatever. But now I went to the media, <laughs> I went to the media portion of it. And you know what? There's a lot of podcasts, a lot of shows, and a lot of stuff. If I thought about it that way, I would have not started, you know, but it, it doesn't matter. I don't care about what people think what i do care about is that to bring value and i want to continue doing this and that's exactly what we're doing it's about you seeing you for who you are and going after whatever that dream and goal and nothing no one will stop you and yes you're going to have these these unfortunate events or things that will kind of like make you feel like oh my god or you're going to feel like well why these people hate they don't want to help you know what You help yourself. As you said, we help ourselves, but there are people out there. The question is, don't you don't eliminate everybody else by default because you had bad you know, experiences with one or two individuals. Yeah. There mm -hmm. is going to be. I mean, we have Rick here. You know, Ricky, he's helping. He's doing the work. We have people that are out there doing the help with you and, and, and always willing to do so. Right. Not everybody is, but that's okay. You know, we don't care about those that don't want to help, but there's always someone that's going to be there. Now, you might not have encountered that person yet, but you will. Right. As long as you're out there, You don't stop. Nothing's going to stop you. And I, I stop with that one. The old saying, <laughs> the old saying is no man is no man, no woman is an island. It's an you know, island. Not, we yes. don't do anything on this planet without the aid of someone else. Whether we think that we're doing it ourselves, we can say we're doing everything by ourselves. But unless you are, say, for example, in the record industry, unless you're, you got a lab in the, your back room and you're pressing up your own records and you got your own distribution company and you're driving across the world and handing out songs and and you're you're in the audience and on stage at the same time and doing <laughs> the lights and the sounds you're not doing anything by yourself in the long run and you can do things by yourself but if you do do it all by yourself you're shortchanging yourself because yeah, You Nobody get so far is by an expert at every single thing exactly. in the world. So you are well, limiting you yourself if you have to be the boss of everything. No, get that H -E -L -P. There's That's a limit right. there. I'm going to tell y'all this. 
me as a as a young rapper, I do recording myself, putting out stuff myself. Um, I might get the occasional help of somebody who may want to do a cover. I have my own video, man, of course. So it's kind of like, and it goes back to what uh, Kwame was saying, what he just said, what I was going to say, but he just said it. Nobody does anything. You never get there by yourself. You will not get there get by yourself. Because I was going to say the same thing as far as what you, what you just said. I've been you trying. said you do everything by yourself. And that's fine and dandy. But in the music business, you definitely need two or three yeah. other ears. You need the ears. Your ears yes. is not the same as the people's ears. Your yeah. ears might just be for you. And the people yeah. who say, fuck that. Yeah. I me, yeah. I learned that. I learned I, I did. I actually learned something when I found that's out that right. I actually didn't know. When I found out that's what it was, it was awesome because then that made it better for me. It if made I it easy. I liked it, what they liked and I could add to that to make it better. Right. That yes. was it. You put that your own it. swag to it. Right. That's right. You know, so but you, also know, you have to have a producer. That's where a good producer come in and bring out your talent. You don't know mm-hmm. your talent. From what you know, what you know, and whatever everybody think they shit. <laughs> you might you be yeah, you know I, I be swearing so I'm going other, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and you are, and you, you will. <laughs> but, but, you know but, but, that other person to tell you, player, you calm down. This yeah, no, yeah, you gotta have checks and balances with, with all things. Right. Checks and balances with all things in life is very, very key. But at the same time, um it's it's being aware of your of your self limits, mm-hmm. being right. aware of of yourself your self esteem. Self esteem is everything. You know that that can that could yeah. that can stop somebody or that can launch somebody. There are people you know that I'm pretty sure everybody has has their own opinions of different artists or different just people in well, a, you a can't take criticism. Opinion. If you can't take the yes. criticism. Then you already and then some do. people some I people may not, if you, you can't take the criticism you're in the wrong business no, you might not think business. that person is good at all but that person believed in themselves so it. much that they're a success and you they may not be the best this that or the third right, but their right, belief right. system is right. the best let's, right. let's talk right. about one of those people now no, my girl i love her she's beautiful shade shade mm-hmm. has a very limited vocal range she was told repeatedly that she was not going to make it because she didn't have the talent didn't have the chops but she believed in herself and she took that limited vocal range and she stayed in her pocket and worked with it icon i'm mad at sade i don't know anybody who is me me. And, and i'm gonna tell you something else she only come out once a year if you don't see yeah. it, which you better you better you talk about once every ten years. Not no yeah, yeah, not one. Yeah. Hey, I was just about to say that, Kwame. Not no once every year, <laughs> ten years. <laughs> once every ten years. Every time she home. bust out, everybody listens. And yep. everybody yeah. stops and pays attention. Yeah, yep. no doubt. To that limited yeah. range. Yeah, yep. no, that limited range. Yeah, everybody so knows when <laughs> Shaw Day opens her mouth. I mean, yes. you can have your eyes closed and say, Shade. She's a, whole, she's a whole vibe. She's a whole vibe. vibe. Whole vibe. Yeah. I I about the term haters, you got to understand there's an opposite of that. 
The opposite is you could be an anonymous where there's no one hating you, there's no one acknowledging you, and there's no one doing anything. <laughs> so if you say you have haters, that is the confirmation that you are doing something. You're because the action of whatever you're doing, if somebody likes it, and then there's the there's always a positive and a negative. So if somebody's loving what you're doing, somebody's gonna be hating what you're doing. But it's the fact that you're doing. When you're not doing anything and you're just a face right. in the crowd that nobody even right. thinks about or sees or does whatever, right? That's when you know you gotta be on another page. And 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 you can't even use that term. Like you can't you can't keep it as a negative. Like, oh, that's a hater. That's right. a hater. That can't right. be a negative because that yeah, that's just a motivators. Sound. Those are you your know, motivators. Just, it's just a life People philosophy that I personally go by. It's like you gotta have both sides of the coin. No one, not everybody's gonna love you. For everybody that loves you, there's almost an equal amount of people that don't, <laughs> or a good amount of people. I don't care who the person is. I don't care. It could be Michael Jackson, it could be Prince, it could be Sade. There's people out there that be like, Sade can't sing. I hate her. I don't know who they are. Me either. <laughs> they out there, but they, but they, but they, they are people that they are people that think these type of things. And 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 with the, the the advent of social media, you give people the power of hate, where they never even had that power of hate because they're behind the keyboard, their faces aren't even seen, and they can just type in whatever for reactions. They may absolutely love what you do, but to get that reaction. You'll get a more reaction from a negative than reaction from a positive. A positive is just, oh, thank you so much. Uh, a negative, you like what? What'd you say? You know, a you whole know? conversation. Yeah, it turns into something totally different. So, you know, people, there are people in this world that are designed to professionally hate. They, they are designed to do this. Hey, Kwame, but the haters, one thing about the haters, they, they so far that you really don't see them you they just hate it's the envy the one that's standing next to the envy yeah. person is the, the one that you gotta one. watch that's the dangerous they, one the, the hater one is all the way over there he don't give a fuck he just hate watching yeah. him from the far making sure <laughs> and, and making sure you're still doing shit so he can just like let's keep looking that my envy my that envious yeah. person that's what mm -hmm. you the one that went to go get the pepsis and the pretzels and shit that right person, Right. And that goes the and that goes across watch. all fields. That's all fields of success. I don't, I, and I'm, I'm almost certain I'm speaking to like I'm speaking to the to the to the to, to my, my sisters in the medical profession. I'm almost certain there are family members, there are neighbors, there are ex-friends from elementary school, there are people, all levels of success breeds contempt, jealousy, hatred, or right. a misunderstanding. And, right. and, and, you know, that's a common ground that, you know, you just have to deal with a successful person just has to deal with. Um, and when I say success, I, it, I might not, I'm not speaking of rich. It might not be rich. It might not be famous, but like say, start a city, you are good at what you do. And because you are good at what you do, you are now considered a, a success because there are people that try to do what you do and stink. You know what I'm saying? I know and, a couple of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like since you're good at what you do, you're going to receive that negative energy, right? Uh, and and that negative energy needs to become fuel, you know. And 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 it's not you don't you don't push negative energy back with negative energy though. So if somebody nope, doesn't look nope, out you for you, don't waste your time with negative it's energy. Number exactly. It's number gas to me. Exactly. Yeah. And this is it makes me go harder. Yeah, and, and that's a big thing. Every that's time. a big thing because um, you know we're dealing in an industry when you're dealing with entertainment or any actually I, I won't even say entertainment any any area that requires a certain amount of, of expertise that requires reaching high to get to uh, a higher level. There is a certain amount of, of of risk and there's a certain amount of trauma that goes with getting there. And one of the things that's come out recently is all of a sudden you see just a plethora of entertainers and, and athletes and, and different people who are having meltdowns in public <laughs> mental health issues. I think that's an important thing to see because as so, you're so climbing I, to the I, top... I wanted to tell you right, right there, right there. Hey, Kwame, I need you too because this what I'm about to tell y'all that I've been working on is real big, and I and mm -hmm. it, I don't mind saying it. What I'm going to say now because it's going to come to for instance anyway. But I have an, a, a deal that I'm working with some people. I call it after the applause, mm -hmm. and when I mean by after the applause, after everybody on the stage doing their shit and getting money, your health. Is very important. Mm. We want to have an organization to where the MCs, the DJs, the after the applause, the comedians, all of us, we have something to fall back on that'll help us in in medical terms for our families. Where some of us, you know, they get money, they done spent all their money, then jerked all their money, or got robbed or swindled out their money. They get turn they can't take care of themselves. That after applause is like an insurance. That we would mm -hmm. take care of that 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 artist because that's mm -hmm. what we do. Call after applause, after the applause. I want Kwame. I need you involved with that. This is for the higher ups. I, I mean, I need people with the real money, the real. This is an insurance thing mm -hmm. for all mm -hmm. of us, for us, for whoever is a part of this. For the the younger see what we doing because they they are two years from being old school. So you, my brother, right. enjoy that young and you did that. You <laughs> two years long. You're, you're old quick. <laughs> <laughs> you two years from being the old chief. Mm -hmm. So after the applause, we want to be able to, they, they can come in. It's like a, a big mansion house. You come here and, and relax and play your pool and like, like a home. You know what I mean? I'm working on that. That's and good and that, that, that is important. It is important because you have to maintain the mental health. And yes. you, we're in a field. In all you're, aspects. You're all out of. in the entertainment world. All eyes are on you. And right. people have this fear of, of being seen as weak or unsuccessful. You know, you are your greatest asset and you have to invest in yourself. And that includes your mental health. And right. So, See, like when the dentist lady, we was talking to her. She's part of this. We need her. 
We need the the occupant. We need all of them. We need all the major one doctors to take care of us. I mean, hey man, we entertain y'all, so now help us. But it starts before that. I mean, right. it starts with Star of the City. It starts with the eight and nine year olds that are out there that are starting to spit beats and and but, but, lyrics but I'm and saying, stuff. It again, starts they, then, right? If they see us, if it started, because it's not started, it's just a conversation. It's mm-hmm. you got to see it. You got to be in it. To you got to do it. And mm-hmm. for me, it's like what Rocky doing with the museum. We have a hip hop museum they building up in the Bronx of New York. Mm-hmm. It is just similar to the same thing. We need a building. We need doctors on deck and on hand for, and then we got new technology now. So there's a lot of things we can do in that aspect for us. It's not no mm-hmm. one man getting rich off it. It's for us. It's like it's like St. Jude's for the cancer kids. We got the hospital for all the MCs for the uh, for the the entertainers. Let's call it that. Also, but I, I understand. I understand what you're, the point you're making as far as um, also with the mental health. I think what we touched on earlier, it's about it's about like if you're in say Star of the Cities age group or younger, there's a lot of factors that are taking place. There's a lot of you know we're now living in the age of what we call our influencers. Right. And you got to really take that term seriously. Right. You're an influencer. Right. You can influence one way or the other. Right. And a lot of these kids, especially our young daughters, you know, we got to think about this now. A lot of our kids are being influenced by things that they see flashing before their eyes at all times, right. whether it's right. on TikTok, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on YouTube, or whether it's just and and then art always imitates life and it's a secular process so we are now influenced by these things and our 10 year olds our 12 year olds our 15 year olds are feeling like they're not good enough they see their favorite artist and 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 you know i don't you know they call it the glow up they'll see their favorite artist and they'll look one way when they first get the deal but then the record is platinum the booty's different the nose is different the complexion is different. The hair is different. Right. And as a ten-year-old, if you're you're influenced by that, you're like, I'm not. I can't be that. Right. I don't look like that. And right. then you deal with that mental health. Or if you're, let's take it flash forward. You're in a successful artist. You're an artist that's in the middle of the mainstream right now, making a great amount of money, and you don't have the influences around you. Keyword influences around you telling you, okay, let's let's not take a picture with money to your ear and the address of the house that you're staying at behind you and posting that in front of a million people. Let's right. not do that. Mm-hmm. You right, know, right. let's not right. let's not take let's not shoot videos um literally incriminating something that you could have done maybe two years ago that you're rapping about now. That but you're out of, you're technically out of that life. Right. But, but you're here, putting yourself in that incriminating situation. Let's not do that. Right. And that but, but here, mental here, here, health influences right. really affect you and, and, and it affects exactly. a lot of these artists in so many adverse ways. It's, it's it's incredible. And everything, I mean, everything that impacts you from a mental health standpoint 
you don't have to put out for everybody. You should deal with it. And, you know, you should talk to somebody, but it does not necessarily need to go out on the internet. Yeah, Instagram Uh, isn't your therapist. That's right. (laughs) Don't go crying on Instagram about blah, blah. It's it's not your therapist. It's not your marriage counselor. It's not your therapist. It's not your parents. And it's not your friend. You know what I'm saying? Social media aren't those things. And, and, and so what does that say to, and, and what does that say for a young person or not even a young person? Cause I see people my Everybody. age on Instagram <laughs> crying, and you know, so what is that? All of us is crying on the phone. All of us is forgetting that these times is a new era. Yeah. And, and again, I'm so sorry that that is like that, but it's like that. Our kids is fucked up, man. They got South Park. Ain't no cartoons no more, man. <laughs> so so if our kid, but if our kids are messed up, it's because our parents, the parents are messed up. Because the, the, the parents, Some the children the parents are a result of the parent. Or or the kids. Even the parents. I got, even, even me, man. I'm, I'm a good parent, man. I wake up. I ain't never seen no goddamn South Park in my fucking life, man. My kids watching South Park. I look at out here in the kid. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Are you kidding me? This is cartoons. I left that shit alone thinking it was good. I'm hearing the cartoons about, hey, fuck you, man. Yeah. And your mother says it's a nasty cut. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. It's no escaping, yo. It's, it's 50, you. 50. If you're on your kids, they're going to be fucked up and yeah. doing what they want to do, yo. And it's a really difficult thing, too, because I actually, um, I took my kids home to homeschool. And yeah. I actually had a... A, a lot of control over what they watched on television, partly because yeah, uh, we had a television that didn't uh, that didn't really play, but you could put the little videos in so they could watch the videos and all. But yeah. even with that being, and I mean, you know, uh, they go, you know I was teaching house, them morals and I was teaching go, them ethics house, and yo. all of this, but because they go outside of man. your house. And when they yeah. go outside of your house, they meet yeah. the world and yeah. And, the world is putting and come in back a home lot and say, of... why we ain't got that well yeah. not only not only that but the, the the world is putting in a lot of stuff that may not necessarily jive with what you want your children to 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 intake you know may so not necessarily jive with who you want your children to be and i mean you know the images now um you know for young ladies if you're going right. to be a success as a young lady you, you got to take off kid. your clothes. You, you got to have the less and, and pay attention to that one kid. Because you got four or five, you fucked up. Even with one kid, even with one kid, though, you know, you 50, have a 50. young daughter and she's looking at, I mean, you know, the dresses now, the, the, these these practically invisible dresses. Wow. Know, <laughs> she's looking at people displaying their, their bodies in sometimes inappropriate or or. Uh, disrespectful ways, ways that are not. She's looking at. She's looking themselves. at other women buying their bodies. Yes, buying their bodies, them. and so that's saying like, that their bodies aren't good enough as yeah. their natural bodies. And so, what does that tell her? Well, my body isn't good enough, so I'm going to need to buy me some booty, and I'm going to need to buy me some hair and some nails, and you know, and on and on and on. You know, what's wrong with her natural beauty? Well, the Nothing. art, the art is imitating life. That's, that's basically what's happening is it's, it's, you know, we're rapping about booties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the girls are going to buy the booties. Mm-hmm. 
And it's all about I'm booty. I'm start selling booty then. Fuck Can't it. say I'm not rapping about them. <laughs> <laughs> I do got a couple I'm lines here and there. <laughs> we're, we're, we're men. You know what I'm saying? Men men, men tend to rap about what they like. Men tend well, to rap about what they like. One of the things that I have noticed, though, lately is, you know, while everybody's buying booties and all, a lot of, a lot of you men are talking now about liking a natural body. And See? you know, uh, uh, well, we uh, never uh, talked about liking an unnatural body. I, I have, I had my wife for thirty-eight years. I got the same broad for thirty-eight years. She ain't got no <laughs> fake ass and no fake titties. She's still trying to sell some of her titties. Look at Black China. Black China. Y'all want some? I don't know if you know. Uh, my wife. Yeah, I saw Black China Rick. <laughs> oh, you saw the black china. That yeah, is incredible. Taking everything I'm so proud of her. Taking all her parts out. Well, right. I mean, you know, the other the, the other thing about it is that a she lot of this stuff now. is she so unhealthy yeah. and people are are getting sick from it. And that's that's something yeah, that people don't exactly. hear about. That, you know, that they're getting <laughs> yeah. systemically ill because of the stuff that's yeah, being put into their bodies. They're not even going to reputable plastics right they're going exactly. to the dominican republic they're going to right. costa rica they're going to colombia they're going to brazil and, and, they're and coming to they a lot of the reputable a lot of the reputable ones week. won't even touch that we had dr miami Good. on they're the show, going what, for automatic yes yes and, automatic and, yes 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 period that's all it is automatic yes and and, it's and, like, and it's, it's incredible because the, the, these doctors will, will do the surgery there's no, there's no, um, um, excuse me for the term, the, um, the time that the, the healing time that it takes to after the surgeries, they just put them up in a hotel, tell them to wait for a week. And then they fly home. Like you literally, I fly all the time and you, you, you know, you see, you see these girls like wobbling through the airport coming back from the Dominican Republic or somewhere with these, with these wow. crazy surgeries. And it's like, and the, I'm telling you, yeah, shaped like an ant standing. The up. thing yeah, is, if you yeah, screw exactly. it up too, you don't have a lot of recourse. We had Doctor Miami on, you know, a couple of weeks back, and you know, one of the questions I asked him is, when these people come up botched, do you go there? Most surgeons don't want to touch you after you've been to the Dominican, or you could have been just down the right. street and you've had it messed up. They don't want to go there because then it's they're going to be associated with that that botch, and they're trying to fix something that's that's broken but that can't be returned to a natural state and yeah, so you know, and you know, plus you don't want to deal with the malpractice do. you don't want to deal yeah. you know you don't plus you don't want to deal with the malpractice absolutely you don't yeah. and and yeah. and you know also there's a, there's a psychological i mean you know docs have have emotions and you know mental yeah. and all too there's a psychological when someone comes in and they're broken up you want to help them you want to fix them but when you get in there and you make it worse because now you're dealing with scarring that can't be revised or if you just can't make it better then they you fucked didn't up. mess it up in the first place it, it, it messes with your head because exactly. you want it to be right it. hey doc they fucked up right 
And you know, don't don't bring it to me after I've broken it and want, want me to fix it. You know, come correct and you know, I'll I'll, right. I'll help you with the beauty, I'll help you with the longevity. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna give you duck lips. I do do I do do the cosmetic stuff and all. I'm not gonna give you duck lips. I'm gonna tell you when. It's like you want to look like a duck, you're gonna have to go someplace That's else. Right. I am going to enhance your beauty. That's what it's supposed to be. Enhancement, not recreate you a new face, you know. But, but I wanted, I wanted to, to touch that. on a I wanted to touch and on our a orthopedic surgery. I'm sorry, Doc. No, no, and no. Orthopedic surgery is when we, you know, do the corrective and jaw surgery and facial surgery. We do a strong psychological profile. And mm -hmm. if they have these unrealistic expectations, all money is not good money. It's no, not worth right. staying up all night over. So you that's just, right. you know, um, you work with them. And if you see that they have this idea that they're going to be whatever, that, that's just unrealistic, you leave them alone. Are you from somebody else? Are you what I do is I refer them to the, um, to the medical centers, to the uh, teaching hospitals. Mm -hmm. So I give the residents the opportunity to learn. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I wanted mean, to touch you, on you, something you said um, go ahead. Uh, earlier. I'm sorry. Um, about just overall health of a performer, overall health of, of an artist. Um, I'm not the youngest. I'm not the oldest. I literally turned 50 yesterday. And um happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. And, and and um I look at it like this. I think this is very important because um being a producer on one side, I deal with a lot of younger artists, and being an artist on the other side, I deal with a lot of artists my age and older. And mm -hmm. the one thing that I see is the artist that really, 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 really takes their job seriously, takes their health seriously. Because when you're on stage, if you're on stage for 10 minutes and you, know how long you can't your body can move on out of breath after right. 10 minutes, you're on stage. And then and, and the higher the echelon of artists, you know, some artists, we're on stage for an hour. Some are mm -hmm. on for two hours. Some are on mm -hmm. for four hours. And if you can't, that is extreme cardiovascular workout. That is not, yeah. you're not, you know, if you're really about your stuff, yeah. you know, you, you're, you're eating right. You're not eating past a certain time. You're not putting certain toxins in your body. Yeah. You are working out four, five, six times a week. You are, are, are doing the proper, proper, those, the proper hygienic things because you're, you are like, for for lack of a better term, you're like a machine, and Absolutely. and and I tell and I usually say this to to younger artists and I say this to older artists. Liking your body, if you like cars, let's say you like old school cars, and you have <laughs> say a 1973 Camaro, you're not going to put any old kind of gas in it. A, you're not going to drive it every day. B, you're going to take that type of care because you want that car to keep going so you have to make yourself think of the age the year you were born and then think of a car that you really love that was made that same year how would you treat that car and that's how you need to treat your body because it is and and then on a vanity standpoint 
when the artist gets older, it started the city. I'm I'm really speaking to you on this one. When the artist gets older, the, and you have records, you got hit records that people love. I, I, I'm sixty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have people records and and people love you, but then there's also the the factor of people want to see if you have bettered yourself or if you're on the decline because right. if you're on the decline it makes them feel better oh dag look at him he's fat he's can't keep a tune he can't right. he's out of breath right it makes me feel i'm not doing that bad but if you're up there right. you're 50 you're 60 over older, older than that 45 whatever and you're looking good and you're feeling good and you're you're taking care of yourself what you're doing is you're projecting hope yep. on the people that are in that audience yeah that see you because there's like oh yep. wow star the city man that dude is 48. he looking like what <laughs> oh Tina turner smoky yeah yeah you got it you know because still doing it busy to be honest with you now you know they're they're brothers from your from your generation fucked up that look <laughs> They have fallen, that may have fallen in, 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 in bad situations and you trying to be nice they fucked up nice. yeah I'm not, gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say that but I, I, I agree what? but what I'm saying is I'll say no names and and people, and people no, 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 don't call anybody out don't call anybody out. it's not you know it's not even that it's about people want people want to see the negative Right. You know, it's the, it's the entertainment right. of it all. They Makes want to them feel negative. better about themselves. Yeah, but then they also want to applaud the positive. So, right. you know, it's like, you know, when you're young, a lot of, I, I personally, I don't smoke, I don't drink, never have. So that's just me. But there are other people. I, do, I look Bravo. good as shit. I'm 60 <laughs> years old. I look so fabulous. I don't do <laughs> Viagra. I still stand good. I, I smoke good weed and drink champagne. I don't do Hennessy. I don't do, <laughs> champagne. I don't do none of that shit. I smoke good fire and I drink champagne. Fine. That's it. There you go. <laughs> but what, yeah, what I'm saying is it's like you'll learn and you'll understand that what you put in is what you get out. And I come from Absolutely. the dope era. I come from the era where they was doing heroin, dust, cocaine, <laughs> pills, uppers, downers. Uh, scissors, all that shit. I just stuck to grapes from France, champagne, and smoking fire. And I look good as shit. I'm the motherfucking <laughs> shit. I'm still rocking stage, doing all kinds of black shit. Hey, this is too much. And he's hella hey, modest. We have, we have uh, fitting all in, in my generation, so I, I would not be engaged. Right. And what about? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. The you know, catch a lace. What that lace your weed with fentanyl and not even tell you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you buying right. something. Exactly. Yep. I've been growing exactly. my own marijuana for 25 years. I am not a cotton picker. I've stayed time out and grow my own fire. I have strands of fire. I got busy sticks. I smoke good. <laughs> I know what I'm smoking. I got genetics of the flyest motherfucking herb in the world. <laughs> I drink fine grapes in France. We drink Sean Don champagne around this motherfucker. <laughs> we ain't broke around this much. You don't see them platinum traps up there. We ain't broke hey. around. Hey, busy. I love that energy, man. Your energy is crazy. I love it. <laughs> we got platinum shit around here, man. Don't get it fucked up. Let me show y'all how this shit goes down. I see you. Platinum, I see you. 
the Beastie Boys right there. That's Beastie Boy Platinum. You go over here. I got a suicide. I did a song called Suicide. That's like Platinum right there. I did a song with Kid Rock. Kid Rock took one of my songs. It called it was, it was, the song was called Making Cash Money. I ain't make a dime back then. But when we <laughs> did it, we reinvented it. So we sold a million albums. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's like that's a little contribute right there on the wall. And the album is right here in this little box. I just ain't find a spot on the wall to put it. So it's in there all covered up. Then I did a now, Busy, Busy volume three. When, Busy B. Huh? I want you to say that again, yeah. because that's something that uh, people don't understand. They see people come onto the scene and they think that they just hit big out of the box. You said, oh, hell no. I wasn't making a dime back then. I ain't get a dime. I ain't How a dime. long the, was your was journey before money. you actually made money? I, the song of Making Cash Money came out in 1981, along when that Kumo D shit started. And then mm -hmm. Kid Rock came to me in nine, 1998. I was doing a Wild Style reunion tour in L.A., California. And he came to me running. Yo, Busy B, yo, man, I want to redo that song. I said, what song? He said, you know the song you did, Ball with the Ball? I said, yeah. He said, I want to do it. I said, well, go ahead. He said, nah, man, we got to get the paperwork. I said, hey, kid, right? I ain't make a dime off that motherfucking song. We make some money, man. Make sure you we do right. Hey, we sold 11 million albums. And how long did it take you to get there? Almost 20 years. It does yeah. not happen overnight. There's no, lots of no. work that no. goes in along the way and lots of perseverance to, to getting there. So, Didn't I just you know, tell you I'm 60? Absolutely. absolutely. I ain't started getting no real money until I was 50. There you go. I ain't getting no real money until I was 50. I had to wait 50 goddamn years to get some of this hip-hop money, man. There you go. The right way. The right, right way. way, yeah. The right way. <laughs> the right way. Okay. Hey, so you know, if each one of you, I mean, because we're 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 now past the top of the hour and we've been at it for almost two hours. I gotta so go, man. Eleven if you all believe in it. If hey, Rick, each I one of you ha has one thing. Tell One Rick, I'm, I'm glad he, he put me down with this, but I really got to go. I got things to do, places to go, and other people to see. I <laughs> just wasn't included in the deal, but I altered the deal so I could fuck <laughs> with y'all. They say Kwame. <laughs> hey, thank you. My man. He don't know. Kwame, I really appreciate it. He really don't know how much he mean to me. That's my man. So uh, when he said Kwame was there, I said, yeah, put me down. So we I appreciate you busy. We appreciate <laughs> you busy. We appreciate yeah, you man. busy. And we're glad you were able to come through. So, for each one of you, yeah, I, you have one thing. I appreciate white ice. Busy. One thing yeah. to throw out to our audience uh, to better their health. One thing. Toss it out. Well, I. Sorry. Well, encourage each one of you to join our Facebook. Uh, Smile MD is just a like the page. That way you get to see doctors and from all um, specialties. Uh, talk about case presentations, or you can pour, send out questions to them. You can get second opinion. You can, I mean, it's for it's patient centered, and um, it's it just require you just go to Facebook. Uh, Facebook, Smile MD, and 
I'll, I'll put that in the chat. And you just like the page. You can read and whatever. If you want to comment, fine. Great. Uh, it's fantastic. And you get to meet doctors of all specialties and dentistry. Of course, we have the dental division and we have SmileMD uh, with all the specialties. So, and we will uh, put that up on that. the website as as yeah. well. So, uh, when, you, when you go to the website, when you're listening to the the shows, and the shows will be airing in perpetuity, um, when you listen to the the shows, you'll be able to see uh, the links SmileMD. So, you know, let us definitely get all of your your links. We'd like to promote you, and uh, you know, we certainly want to thank you. So, SmileMD, we'll put it out. This there. is such an honor. This is great job. Thank you, Dr. Bruce and everybody here. I learned so much. We are, are honored right. to have had you with us. Well, I want to say before I get up out of here, I want to say that everybody don't lighten up, tighten up. There you go. There you go. Right. Busy Bee's health tip. Don't lighten up, tighten up. Love it. All right. Thanks. Hey, Busy. Yeah. Busy Bee. Shout yeah. out to White Ice. That's my boy. Hey, White we Ice. go back. What's happening with you, man? Stay up, man. Yeah, man. That was my boy. He's the nice. best. All right. Hey, um, star of the city. What's your health tip to throw out? Uh, first off, I'm gonna say I'm just uh, appreciate Rick Aaron for even having me on here with y'all. Like I said, definitely enjoyed y'all, especially the advice. Busy B, Kwame. Like I said. What about get my teeth right? I'm <laughs> 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 you know sad. I definitely appreciate you. I'm just grateful to be here. I'm just I'm open coming, so I'm grateful to be here. But I would say, as far as for the younger people, slow down. <laughs> Good tip. Just, just slow oh, down. That's all I'm gonna say because they doing everything out of the sun. They doing yeah. too much, huh? Just slow down. Good tip. I like that. I like that. Um, Star of the city and and all of you, actually, you know, please make sure that you tag us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Hurricane and I are all over the place. So, you know, tag us. We'll we'll follow you. We'll we'll, we'll promote you. Um, You know, tag each other. Uh, Tag each other. Support each other. So, uh, Star of the City says, slow down. Kwame, <laughs> what you got for us? Know and accept yourself. Because once you know and accept yourself, you will be able to do everything that you want to do, everything that you set yourself in your, your mind and your goals to do, and you will do it authentically. Because when you don't know and you don't accept yourself, you can be you sway. You could be swayed in any kind of way. Um, and a lot of times, especially with our young people out here, they don't know or they don't accept themselves. Um, and the ones that do, you can tell. The most successful ones are the ones that that do. So I'm I, that's I'm I'm a real I'm a real um, champion of people just knowing and accepting who they are and and running with it and 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 winning with it that's definitely sage advice thank you Kwame thank knowing you. your knowing and accepting yourself is is crucial Ricky Aaron 
Thank you so much for bringing us all together. What would be yes. your one health tip to throw out for everybody? No sugar. <laughs> no sugar. No sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so ever. Thank you, I don't Ricky. want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever he's listening to me yeah. he's listening to me <laughs> absolutely mm -hmm. yeah that's, if that's you want to make it to be a, a older rapper not just a young rapper that's right that's right <laughs> trust me your life will change if you if you yeah. if you consume a lot of sugar your life will change when you stop yes yeah. You get the first month will be you'll be yeah. grumpy as hell the first month. Yeah. <laughs> Over that first month. <laughs> Trust me. Anybody, anybody, I guarantee it. Because I was a candy fiend. And and so so Ricky, I'm with you on that. The the life life after sugar, you know, you start looking like yourself. <laughs> right. Start looking like yourself. Right. You know. Absolutely. Did you know that that sugar actually stimulates the same place in the brain that crack cocaine does? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it, it's addicting. It's addicting. Yes. And it's yes. toxic. Okay. Yes. You have those wow. endorphins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like well. you, know, you take something and you feel bad. An hour later, that should tell you something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen to hey, your body. Just so you yes. all know, I hate sweets. I hate sweets. I really Good. eat them. I hate sweets. I'm not Good a sweet you. eater. When I was young, like young, young, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, random ages, I was crazy about sweets. When I get older, I don't want a, a honey bun. I don't want Kool-Aid. You said when you were a child, you hate the way sour things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, lay low on that sugar. And if you're if you're gonna go with sugar, keep it natural. Grapes in the freezer are an amazing thing if you've got a sweet tooth. Keep it natural. Really? Wow. So we are, you know, like I said, we're we we've been at the top of at the top of the hour for this show but it's this so enjoyable. has been such a, a, a great experience and you know the conversation has been on and popping and i have i have loved sharing this time with you hurricane my man uh -oh. what's your tip <laughs> what is your tip for the day uh, so again we're on the eye health channel hurricane age health and you know what it's all about health at the end of the day whatever we do if our health is not taken care of no one is going to help us with it. Doesn't matter. You got to do this yourself. Again, yeah. it's all about you. We take care of yeah. ourselves. You got to keep like I love what you said, Quan, about your vehicle of 1973. You got to maintain it. This is your vehicle. You got to take it to the longest and as far as you can. As long as you're alive, you want to be healthy, fit, doing your thing, and enjoying. I love you know busy view was jumping and the energy level was there. <laughs> That's the attitude you want to have. That so. But it starts with habits, lifestyle changes, things. I love it. No alcohol, no drinking, no sugar. All the bad things for you. Get rid of that. Keep it healthy. And that's it. I mean, we are about health here. And really, that's the best thing that you can invest, you know, in your life. It doesn't matter. Everything else is is cool. But without health, you have nothing. You, you have nothing. Get nothing. Can, I, can, I, can I add one more thing? I don't want to be long-winded with sure. it. Sure. Go for it, baby. But when it comes to health, 
it's not just about you. You That's know, right. you have, right. you have, you're like, you, you have a universe around you, whether you have kids, exactly. you have family members or whatever. And the, exactly. the more unhealthy you become, you become a burden whenever. to other people in the future. Society. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you become, you know, whether it's, whether it's, uh, um, obesity, whether it's just other things, you are now hindering those around you because of the poor choices you chose. Now, I'm not saying anything that's a natural cause. I'm saying something that you chose to do in a, a way that you chose to be. You have the potential to hinder your kids, your 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 significant other, whoever it is. So so it's like, you know, keep that in mind as well. That's all. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I want to add just again, since this is on the same line. Remember, you said about the like what the impact on everybody around you. But if yeah. you're not healthy, you're not even good to your own immediate family. I mean, if you have kids, yeah. you know, you're not going to be able to to enjoy them, do things with them. You know, your parents, if you have them, you can't take care of them. So you, you're you, that's that's just the immediate uh, impact. Let me throw another piece on top of that. For those of you who are in the re reproductive age, what you do to your body. Uh huh influences generations to come. It's called epigenetics. Yes. And when you do the negative to your body, you turn on and off the genes that perpetuate that negativity. If you take care of your body, you start to feed it good food, let your food be your medicine, you start to, to exercise, you start to feed your mind good material, you start to improve yourself you improve your health, your health is wealth. And guess what? Let's build some generational wealth. Exactly. With exactly. generational health. Okay. Yes. Generational right. wealth, generational, generational health. health. Right. So let's, let's right. roll right. with that. And remember that you are your greatest asset. You have to invest in yourself. And when you invest in yourself, you invest in everybody else. Yep. Exactly. So the I think that on that note, I'm going to take that note and we're going to roll on up out of here. Ricky Aaron, thank you for bringing this together, bringing all of this wonderful talent to our stage and this this terrific conversation that we've had. And I'm, I'm just so happy that I can put this out there and that this will remain in perpetuity. And, you know, you guys have dropped nuggets of information and those nuggets will be out there for the enjoyment, the benefit, the education of others for years to come. Generations to come. It, it hits the internet. It's there forever. That's what they tell us. So, right. you know, it, it will be there to, to help lots of people uh, along the way. And so I appreciate everything that you all have given and you are here with us on Chatters That Matters. Let's talk about it. I am your host, Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, MD, the Celebrity Doc. And I'm here with my co-host, Hurricane Hurry. H. Thank you so Her. much for joining us. Like, share, and by all means, follow.